I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erios production. If you haven't seen it, guys, Brittany posted <laughs> it's, it's a, a video, one. and it's kind of like her fashion show posts of past. Mm-hmm. She's doing also that head flip thing mm-hmm. where she kind of just like flops her head to one side yeah. and then to the other yeah. side, yeah. and then like clutching does her pearls. Yeah. She does that like clutch pearl move, yeah. and then she's like walking around a fountain. There's French music playing mm-hmm. throughout, um, and she's wearing keeps cutting back and forth between her between and a string two. bikini and then her with the string bikini on you can see the blue s- straps yeah. mm-hmm. and a long sundress and she says in the post it's my first time wearing a long summer dress <laughs> even though we're deep into fall mm-hmm. but i understand because it's been hot out but yep. she's saying she's wearing a summer dress a long summer dress and so long and she said i feel like a uh, like it's like she keeps heightening. I feel like a princess. No, a queen. No, a mm-hmm. goddess. Maybe it's because I'm currently reading this new book called Inner Goddess, The Inner Goddess Revolution. Mm. Immediately. Oh, yeah. I went ding, 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 ding. Need more information. Yeah, like, One, I was like, I'm going to read this book. <laughs> we should have a book club. We should have a book club. Oh, <laughs> you even com- I saw your comment there too. And I tagged no one. I just commented and yeah. I said, book club alert. Like mm-hmm. this has to happen. So I did a little digging. The book is written by a woman named Lynn Thurman. Guess mm-hmm. what, Jeffrey? What? Lynn is from the UK. Brittany oh, is obsessed with there she is. her British heritage. Yeah. On grandma's side. And Lynn Thurman does not have a lot of followers on Instagram. Hmm. It's like 2,000 followers. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. And Lynn is a simple woman Uh who really believes in finding your inner goddess. She has a son. They, she seems she might be a single mom. Okay. I mean, I've only done a little digging. I have not found enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lynn is not like, um. This big author no or like an la influencer traveling the world right. on a book tour right this woman might even be i should take off lucky blues collar here jingle jangle Aww. jingle jangle bojangles there you go cutie settle in 
settling. We're all settling. We're all here. But but she has not done a lot. This is not a famous right. woman. Where did Brittany find this book? Right. Like she's not a life coach. She's not like a. Okay. Here are a couple theories I've got. Okay. Brittany found the book mm-hmm. in Hawaii mm. in the hotel room. Yep. It was laying around. At that yoga studio. Brittany's current therapist, another theory, mm-hmm. gave her the book. Mm. That sounds right. I get a lot of book recommendations in yeah. my therapies. That's a good theory. Another one. Like how she online shops. She started Googling goddess. Yeah. <laughs> Books on being a goddess. And then she was like, finding your inner goddess, a revolution. Yeah. Order it up. Mm-hmm. One of her late night I mean, online like, shopping sprees. It goes right along with her roses and her tea and her like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like yes. very like in that yes. <laughs> circle. Let me say it again. Brittany <laughs> is the basic we all need right now in this dumpster fire of a world mm-hmm. that is burning to the ground. Literally. Uh, she is everything we could ever ask for. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, we got to read this book. I, I, <laughs> I got to know. Do you think she read it? She said she's reading it. She's reading it. She's yeah. reading it. Mm-hmm. I think she'll read it. If she gave it a shout out on her Instagram. That's true. That's what true. What do you think? She's just, you know, just saying stuff. But no. See, like, okay. Then, like, Wait, hold on. Lynn. Lynn is into yoga. Lynn is into tarot. Oh. See, I'm telling you, Brittany needs to have Nadia Quinn, who came on our show, mm-hmm. read her human design chart. Mm-hmm. I think that Brittany would get so much out of it. Also, Brittany should listen to my episode with Anna O'Reilly when Anna read her cards in the year mm-hmm. 2007 and then in yeah, 2018. That's, that's the one. Her lifetime card is the lovers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much there for Brittany. I think that could really help her grow. This woman reads tarot every day. Listen, I don't care. Let Lynn, let Lynn read your tarot, Brittany. Yeah. I just want you to have it. But Lynn, Lynn's, listen, Lynn and Brittany could become great friends. Look at, she's just posting oh. pictures of muffins. This is Brittany content. That, that is a Brittany post. And like... Lynn, here she just said, my beautiful vegan chocolate raspberry muffins have risen. Let there be cake. Wow. This is very Brittany. <laughs> oh my God, our, are they soulmates? Oh and this God. is how this is how Lynn describes herself on her Instagram page. And her name is just Lynn Thurman on Instagram. Great. She has 2600 followers. Okay. Um it says author, word alchemist. Oh. Pathos blogger. Biz. Hashtag witch. <gasps> speaker, moon gazer, priestess, tea drinker. And vegan cake enthusiast. Oh. This is Brittany's soulmate. She's a witch. Yes. She Lucky is Lucky Blue, witch. you're kind of fucking with the sound. Can you just like, you have to sit down. Okay, we're going to find You have a to spot. sit down. That's a good spot. There we go. Okay. There you go, pal. But here's the big news of today. Yes. There is a single that has been leaked, and it is with Britney Spears Pitbull and Mark Anthony. What? The fans have contacted me. They let me know. And so I guess in June of 2018. Okay. Uh, Pitbull uh-huh. was on 
some sort of radio show, but it's a video that I found on YouTube. Okay. And he's with two identical twin beautiful women who mm-hmm. are also dressed alike. They're in black bras and then like long pants that are colorful and they are identical twins. They're flanking him, Pitbull. Mm-hmm. And Pitbull says that he, I guess Pitbull opened for Britney when she went to Europe. Okay. And yeah. Britney was like, I love you, Pitbull. We should do something together. And then they somehow Mark Anthony got involved and they recorded this <laughs> single. And so to bring it back again to Molly saying that Britney is giving us messages and everything she's doing. Right. The name of the song is I feel so free with you. Oh, so Britney is saying that she feels so free with Sam. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know who wrote this song. Like I said, it was just leaked. I think it's pretty good. I love Pitbull. I yeah, just want to say. I'm super down with Pitbull. <laughs> I always get positive energy. For that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, people always knock me for that. I'm so down with Pitbull. I'm Mr. Like, Worldwide. <laughs> like, I'm so down. <laughs> He's happy. He always looks great. Yeah. Always in a suit. Uh-huh. Van and I joke that Pitbull looks like an agent. He looks like a Hollywood agent. It, or an FBI agent half the time with his like with it whenever he wears like a tux and his head is shiny. Yeah. It's like <laughs> wears his glasses. Yeah, exactly. I think he loves women. Mm-hmm. Like he really loves and appreciates yeah. women. Mm-hmm. And in a way that it it's in a way where it's like I like to be that's how I enjoy being sexualized. Uh-huh. By, by, a, by a man like Pitbull. <laughs> yes. That's my style. Like, I want someone to come in and be like, ooh, yes, girl, you yeah. look good. Yes, right. And I like, know. And, and, and like, he wouldn't touch me unless I wanted it. Yeah. But would pay me the compliment. Th- and it's like, respect. I, this is, this is big. And, and I, but I feel like Pitbull is what DJ Khaled wants to be. Like, I feel like Pitbull yeah. is almost like a more talented, more fully realized version of what DJ mm. Khaled. Because, like, he's a mogul. He's, like, a business. You know, he, like, has all these businesses. And he's, like, he's not, like, dropping albums. He's, like, the featured artist on almost everything. You okay. Know? Okay. Quick, quick uh, Pitbull versus DJ Khaled. Yes. Here's the thing. Mm. DJ Khaled, I'm, I think he might be a more talented producer, musician. Mm-hmm. DJ Khaled, I appreciate his love for his son. Mm-hmm. Oh, my family. God. It's so cute. It's adorable. Yeah. DJ Khaled, it seems as though his mission statement in in life is to bring joy to the world. Yes, which I love. Pitbull has a stronger stage presence. Mm-hmm. He might be a more powerful performer. Mm-hmm. Pitbull might be a more confident person mm-hmm. like the jo- i i think where it's like dj Khaled wants to bring joy i think pitbull feels yes, the joy that's he it is that's the it. joy that's w- that's it mm-hmm. he is the joy mm-hmm. and P- pitbull is sexy i think so too i can get on board I'm with so pitbull glad we agree on this <laughs> i do too my friend yes. serena met pitbull on the red carpet of 
unanimated movie. Was it Ugly Dolls or I don't know. Great. But she met Pitbull and it's my favorite picture. <laughs> and I was freaking out. I was like, you met P- Pitbull? It put me in a state. Yeah. God, I love Pitbull. So anyways, the song's pretty That's good. Guys, what do you think? Call the hotline. Tell me your thoughts. 814-277-3277. Call the hotline. Yeah. What do you think about Britney, Pitbull, and Mark Anthony? And, you I know, th- there's something slightly dated about it because you're like, Mark Anthony and then Pitbull? Even though yeah. Pitbull is fresh and we do enjoy him. Mm-hmm. But he's not. It was just by adding Mark Anthony. Yeah. You're like, like, is this additive Yeah. to the project? Is it taking something away? And then you listen to it and you're like, you know, these are the people Britney needs to be with right now. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Because even though... I, I think that this is known that Mark Anthony was a bit of a, a runaround on JLo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He loved JLo mm-hmm. and they've really made it work yeah. um, for the sake of their family. Aww. And I really like that. And I'm happy for them. I think JLo makes everything work. I don't think there's like a thing JLo does. Yeah. Does wrong. I agree. <laughs> like, I don't I know what she hasn't figured Jeffrey, out. Do you know that someone I grew up with, went to jail for stealing money from Mark Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's nuts. He was like a friend of like a good friend. Oh my of God. Mine. Was he like an accountant? Was he like laundering yeah. money? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. These are the people I grew up with. I would not want to mess with Mark Anthony. No, he is. My friend is currently in jail. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I could tell that he was on a path that... Right. Might lead him there. It wasn't going to bring him to... You know, he wasn't becoming Pitbull. He was taking a turn. He was not feeling joy. He was not. Well, I think he was feeling too much joy, if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Isn't that really crazy that's wild Uh, you know him listen i'm from a place where you know we can sling meatballs (laughs) and get ourselves into trouble if we don't flip chairs flip chairs (laughs) i mean (laughs) we got to be real careful where i'm from like we can go to the dark side but also that whatever that thing is we can use our powers for good yes or (laughs) <laughs> evil or for mark anthony's bank account <laughs> yeah but listen i'm glad it all it all worked out he's he's doing time <sighs> mark anthony has his down, money he's got his money <laughs> so all that's great but anyways this song is good and i'm into it and i like it and now since it's been leaked let's just release it tell us what you think about the pitbull britney mark anthony of it all the holy trinity and uh all right let's do this Here we go. Here's my talk with Molly Lambert. You wanna? You wanna? 
precious yes we must protect her we must protect her I he I'm really excited to have you on the show today so we were saying Priyanka Matu brought us together and the second she was like you should have Molly Lambert on and then I looked you up and then I realized I had read a lot of the things that you had written without knowing it was you and you talk a lot about pop culture pop music and you wrote one article about Britney that I really, really loved in 2017 called Britney Now, Britney Forever for MTV. <laughs> I've written about Britney a lot. I do feel like she's a great subject to write about. She's just so, so rich with meaning. Um, and she's such a great pop star. And also now we have to protect her because, well, we'll get into that more. But Well, we can just jump right in and talk about it. Well, what do you think is going on right now in the Britney-verse? It's interesting because I think about Britney as Britney the person, and I, and I think about what is going on in her world, and then I think it's separate with how the world thinks about Britney yeah. as a whole. I don't need any more music from Britney. You know, she's given us enough. I don't need any more, like, Vegas anything I just want her to be happy and healthy that's all I want I don't think she needs to live in Los Angeles no I think I don't know where she should go though I want her to go someplace where she can like where you know that she has um a few girlfriends and like one or two are cousins she has like these like this group of I don't know who her friends are anymore. That's the thing is I think yeah. what I'm what I think now is that you know some of the sinister things people always thought about what was going on with the conservatorship which I was always like it seems very weird for an adult woman to be placed under a conservatorship that's like never ending, you know? Uh it seems like it's very bad and maybe her parents don't have the best intentions and that's what makes it so fucked up I wonder especially uh, her dad the thing is like her you know her dad was always presented as like her her protector but then at a certain point it seems like they were keeping the conservatorship in place in order to like force her to keep performing so that the money machine keeps going which was the the cynical point of view I think some of us were like, well, what if that's what's going on? Um, and then it seems like that is what's going on, which is why the Free Britney movement began. I think Britney, just the whole, you know, it, it is something where you're like, it must be psychologically the weirdest thing to be like, have your, your barely legalness marketed and then, you know, continue to exist. <laughs> I loved what you said. Wait, I need to read this quote because I was like, yes, Molly. Yes. I loved it so much. When you were talking about the 2016 Britney 
is not a return to her original pre-umbrella incident form so much as it is an acceptance of two Britneys. And then you talk about the truthful realities of Britney are a stand-in for pop itself. We love the fake, we love the real, and ever since Britney shaved her head, the polarity between the two has softened into coexistence. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody is like, give us the old Britney, you know, give us the the pre-meltdown Britney where she just seemed like the perfect pop star. It's but so unfair to ask that of anyone. Be who yeah, you used to be. We I have d- to keep growing also, and changing. I feel like we haven't, like we don't have good pop stars anymore, really, you know? I was thinking about this. So have you heard the new, have you heard the new Selena Gomez? Yes. Let's talk about let's that. Let's talk about it. Oh my it. God. Lose you to love me. Let's start there. Selena, Selena is sort of, she's also the perfect pop star in a different way in that, you know, when there was like the era of Britney, when people found out that some of it was Maya Marie and it was like a, like somebody doing a Britney voice you know they were dubbing in a Britney impersonator into Britney songs someone called my hotline and told me that yeah it kind of broke my heart I didn't know that well okay but you know how like all pop songs have backing tracks or you know guide vocals all those J-Lo songs that have the Christina Milian vocals left in that people are like J-Lo's not really singing it's Christina Milian it's like well it's a blend um Selena Gomez just sort of foregoes the formality of pretending it's even her voice ever you know it's just like clearly other people's voices and that's fine because she's just she is like a visual avatar like a great pop star looking person you know her face is a work of art right like she looks like a brat's doll yes um her features are proportioned really well for for a music video star (laughs) yeah she just like she looks like a like a little avatar um so yeah I think it's like her songs never sound like her because like her vocals are sort of this like whispery uh thing um somebody I know who I won't name who goes who wrote some songs for her said you know they were like well you know she's got like three notes (laughs) she can do and they just work around that you know so it also just throws into relief how talented Britney is. You're like, well, Britney can sing, you know, Britney like has a personality uh, that is recognizable always. Um, and then she can dance. Yeah. And she can dance. And Selena Gomez can't dance. Her uh, second single that she released yeah, yesterday, I watched the music video and Selena is dancing in it. And I was like, Oi, like this is I wanted to love it too because too. I was like oh okay like the ballad about Bieber or whatever I mean I love that she's trolling Haley Baldwin and that Haley Baldwin is like a hundred percent taking the bait because of course um Haley Baldwin posted the Summer Walker song yes you know. I'll, I'll kill you yeah you know <laughs> like she she's petty and I love Selena being like no that's not what I'm doing I would never put women against each other it's like no, we know what you're doing. It's great. Keep doing it. Yes. <laughs> and then the second song is like also about Bieber. Yes. Um, she had a lot to say. But it's an up-tempo song and it is not good. They are both Julia Michaels songs and they, again, it's just like Selena sounds like whoever her 
writer is at the time like when oh, okay, when julia michaels is writing for her she sounds like julia michaels when charlie xcx is writing for her she sounds like charlie xcx you know like oh wait this is okay this is how i feel about taylor swift mm. even though taylor swift is writing all of the songs mm-hmm. i feel as though taylor swift is writing songs for artists artists other than herself mm-hmm. so when she's singing them I'm never like, I'm always like waiting for someone else to cover the song mm-hmm. or I feel like she, she made the songs and then, um, she's sending them out to all the pop stars and who's going to perform it. Like sometimes she sounds like, like Haim, then other times it's like, oh, that would be a Selena song or, oh, this would be. Well, I think that's cause Taylor's pop phases have been a little all over the place. You How know? do you feel about Taylor Swift as, as a whole? Um, I, I thought. I would like her to go back to the to the singer songwriter uh, to bringing the guitar back out. That's what I'm waiting for. You know, I think it's just uh, she's gonna turn 30 soon. A lot of people are like, she's gonna go back. You know, she's gonna stop trying to be a pop star and become the singer songwriter, like adult contemporary person she's always been meant to be. You know, it's so hard for a performer to carry a stadium. You know, like those are few and far between. Right. And Taylor's version of it is is so annoying to me. And then Selena, it's like they give it their all. I, I mean, listen, well, I can't Taylor, do it. Taylor's but- more talented than Selena. Selena's just a vehicle for music. I actually think she's a good actress. And I think it's kind of interesting that instead of pursuing that route, she kind of has continued to do music because I always felt like the music thing was part of the like, crazy record contracts they give to Disney Channel stars, you know? I believe that she was locked into a, a Like contract. a Hollywood Records contract yes. for a million years, probably, because yes. yes. that's what happens if you sign up to be a Disney kid. Um, and I know she wanted to focus on her acting career. Yeah, she's amazing in Spring Breakers. She's great. Um, and she's got good, like, sitcom timing. I, You know, I feel like she'll find her... But that's the thing. You're like, she doesn't even need to be making music. She's the second most followed person on Instagram. Yeah, she's sort of famous famous for being for being okay. And I guess for Bieber, and Bieber doesn't put out music anymore really either. He puts out like occasional features, but he hasn't put out an album in a billion years. Like they sort of are coasting on like how famous they have been, it feels like to me. I saw the signs and I ignored it. Rose-colored glasses are distorted Set fire to my purpose And I let it burn You got off in the hurting When it wasn't yours Bieber must have cast a spell on her. He definitely did. And they have like a Justin and Britney thing where it's like, we have this toxic relationship and we're going to work it out in songs back and forth that will fuel our legend. So let's put... Love you to lose me up against every time. Oh, every time is the greatest song of all time. I mean, every time's very sad. That's the best part in um, Spring Breakers when they play every time. There's definitely like a troubledness to Selena and Demi Lovato, you know, and they were in a friendship triangle with Taylor Swift at one point. 
Like Taylor wasn't a Disney kid, so she escaped those problems, but she was part of that scene for sure. And Miley. Yeah. Um, and all those people seem to have like problems that I'm sure aren't helped by having been child stars, you know? Yeah. And then Ariana Grande is really interesting to me because she... Well, the Nickelodeon kids, I was going to say they're better off, but then <laughs> I don't think that's actually true because there's also like a pedophile guy who was in charge over there for a million years. Uh, oh, yeah. Who people have been naming recently. So, you know, I think I think we're also culturally getting to a point where we're like, oh, probably like grown people shouldn't be in charge of like children who are working, you know adult hours like just to even have that situation set up where kids are like on a set all day on something like the mickey mouse club there's like a million opportunities for people to take advantage of you like how they have on-set teachers and it has to be that way there should be on-set therapists for sure children psychologists like this they're they're kids in an adult setting i just feel like we don't like we don't need child actors that much, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> it's weird that we make right. this one exception for like, Oh, kids can work if they're doing the profession of acting. It's like, no kids should not work period. They should go and be kids. Yeah. Like that's why Brittany, you know, she's never had downtime, which is always what the break, like the breakdown always seemed about. Also just like she hadn't had a vacation in like 500 years. Cause she had been just working constantly and she's clearly such a disciplined person and such a workaholic, but it's like she also needed to not be that, you know? To her, just be. Right. Her life had been so controlled and restricted uh, up until like Kevin Federline. So it makes sense that Kevin Federline was like, be your own person. And she did it, you know? This is something I want to talk to you about. In 2007, when Brittany had her breakdown, the press were already writing her obituary Everyone was chasing her all around town and wanting her to break down. It felt like the, as, as a whole, the culture was like, we want to see this person get to the point where they die. Yeah. That was also such a weird era in fame because that was when like the TMZ stuff started and the real like, yeah. Cause it was also princess Diana. It was like, yeah, well, if somebody's being like, chased by a horde of paparazzi vehicles all the time that's not gonna help so then cut to today and and with the free britney (coughs) movement i feel as though it's kind of like now culture is trying to apologize and we're saying let her be free let her be free screaming but it's like whoa 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 hold on we don't know the whole situation. Well, that's part of it is like we can never really know what's going on and what's so and like she either can't or won't tell us, you know, I don't know if she just legally can't talk about it. And that's why she doesn't. But like she could go to Rolling Stone or whoever and be like, here's what's really going on, you know, in the Britney world. According to me, Britney, it's always coming through other people and her Instagram has gotten very weird. She is, I believe that she is in charge of her Instagram. They're letting her do it. Right. I think that they're. Do you think she's sending secret clues to us? Your, your producer is nodding because he believes. 
I'm outside in my garden today, and at the moment I'm reading a book called Astrology, and it's basically about what the attraction is to other horoscopes. I'm a Sagittarius, so I'm very keen on Aquariuses and um, also Leos because they're very outspoken. They're very egotistical. They lead the pack, um, but kind of in a good way. Um, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm very keen on freedom. I love freedom. I love independence. Um, I don't like to be tied down. I like to travel, but yet um, I'm very insecure. So opposites attract. I also like Scorpios because they're very, very internal. They think all the time. And um, that's something I probably need to do a little bit. He believes. My friend Michelle Dean and I believe that she's like communicating in clues. um, (laughs) And it started to drive us crazy because (laughs) there was one that just had like a bunch of random numbers in it. And Michelle was like, what do the numbers mean? And I was like (laughs) trying to find a way to make it make sense. We had, uh, I had seven, seven videos and three, like seven outdoor videos and three pictures. And then I was like, Oh, seven was her breakdown. <laughs> like, I just, I started, I was like, I'm going crazy now because I'm trying to make this logical. But she does post a lot of video, like, she posts a lot of enigmatic images anyway. She posts, like, stock photo images. This is a very lovable thing about her that does make it seem like it's her. Like teacups and roses. Teacups and roses, like desserts, candy, um, very, like, feminine kind of what you would expect from Brittany. Yes. She went on this like seemingly never ending trip to Hawaii that um people were saying was like to get her away from Los Angeles and get her mind off all the stuff that's happening and her dad's health problems. They sent her and her boyfriend on a trip to Hawaii. I mean, there's also like rumblings that her boyfriend is like a paid handler essentially i disagree with that you disagree i think it's it the idea of it is so fucked up especially if she doesn't know that you know that her family's paying someone to date her i don't buy this for a single second you do i don't know i think it's been true in the past maybe it's not beyond comprehension i also just feel like who she's allowed to be around is so controlled like they wouldn't let her date somebody she actually chooses herself they may have like put this guy in front of her and had him like you know but I'm not saying there's a contract I'm just saying I think her people like him and they encourage it right I think we're all giving way too much credit to this dumb dumb crew running the show over there I really do hear me out I think that Sam is a model he said he was he got the job last minute for the music video where they met I think he showed up. I think he liked her. He said he was nervous. She's Britney fucking Spears. And then I think that her team, because she said she wanted to date him. The movie The Bodyguard. Yes. (laughs) Maybe they were like, here's a good guy for Britney to date. You should date Britney. But I'm just saying, like, when left to her own devices, like, that's when she got involved with uh, Adnan, the guy who was like manipulating her. But that was at the highest point of her bipolar when before right. she was diagnosed, he was like, I just think that there are drugs and putting it in her oatmeal. Right. I, mean, I like I just think that her, her the people that are allowed to be around her are screened. You know, she can't like choose her own friends. And agreed. that is a weird position for a woman in her 
late thirties to be in, you know, that's what is very like sad about it is I think when the conservatorship started, everyone was like, it'll end at some point when she's like proven herself to be stable enough. And I guess the idea is like, she can't, she can't like be trusted to stay on her meds, you know? Um, and things did go awry recently. That photo of her leaving the Four Seasons after she had left. Right. Well, that was the that was the smoking gun was that she went to get fast food by herself or something. And everybody was like, Brittany's not allowed to drive. Yes. Um, but that was because, remember, right before her breakdown, she was driving all the time. She was um, partying with Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan. And putting her kids in danger. Which I can defend when she took her son and she put him on her lap and she drove down the PCH with him. Wasn't a good look. No, that Dangerous. more to me seems like like hillbilly stuff. <laughs> totally. Totally. We had just recently talked about this on here. Brittany, I agree. Brittany's got a lot of... She's from Louisiana. She even said as much. Yeah. I'm I mean, totally with you. But I think, I think what a lot of this comes down to is her children. She wants her children in her well, now life. She doesn't really have custody, right? She like doesn't. Kevin Federline got custody. Yeah, that just seems to me like I'm like, oh no, what's going on with Brittany? Like, we got it. We got to help her. How would you define helping her? What would you do? Uh, I don't know. I just wish there was more. I mean, I guess as a writer, I'm like, I wish. I wish we could report more with the actual like I wish somebody could interview Brittany about it and be like, what's really going on with you? Like, you know, what do you want? Do you want to be under the conservatorship or do you want to be on your own? And like just whatever happens, like it seems like there are ways in which she could be under a minder or something that isn't like a legal conservatorship that prevents her from doing all these things that are like basic things that everybody it just keeps her, it's such a nightmare because it keeps her in like this perpetual state of being a child, which is like. And paranoia. I think it feeds her paranoia as well. I think it yeah. feeds her. Oh. Well, because, yeah, because again, it's like anyone who comes into her life has been vetted, you know, yeah. like and has a purpose in her life. Like she's not allowed to just go out and make her own choices about who's good and who's bad which is like what an adult gets to do you know <laughs> it's really sad it's like what eight-year-olds get to do <laughs> right and it's what you like learn it's it because it to me it does seem like she's overprotected i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda-approved weight loss medications like wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Did you see the, the Miley Black Mirror episode? I did. Yeah, I mean, I think Brittany is maybe the only person in history where I'm like, you know what, make the hologram, like send out the hologram and let the real Brittany rest. And like, that's fine. Make the young Brittany hologram. That's what people want anyway. Like, that way you can profit off it. She doesn't have to be out there. It'll be fine. It seems like a strange song to discuss today because we want Britney to just go and be Britney but I've chosen the song work bitch to talk about so (laughs) what if it's you know you have you better work on your mental health bitch you know what it 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 can be a lot of hard work (laughs) it really can so all right great we'll look at it through that lens I'm I'm into that the song was off of her album Britney Jean Britney Uh, Jean a little more personal. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to make it a little more personal. Well, I think that was that was the Will I Am era. It was. That was another thing. You're like, oh, you're letting Will I Am be in charge of Britney? Like, surely we can find people who will more lovingly tend to Britney. I would like to see like Charlie XCX produce for Britney if Britney still has to make music. Why? Um, because I feel like a like a lady producer who is a fan of Britney mm-hmm. would understand like how to, you know, what people really want from Britney. What is now. The, the woman's name? I can't believe it's escaping me who um, wrote what's going on. Linda Perry. Yeah. 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 That could also be fun. Well, I don't want the Britney pink phase though. I don't want the like mm. <laughs> that genre of, uh, yeah, I would like to see Britney make more avant-garde pro- avant-garde pop which you know i think blackout is her best album probably to my mind and uh yeah i just think good producers can always get something interesting out of britney but again it's like you could tell when she wasn't just feeling it anymore that came across yeah and it's because she's such like a such a sensitive soul you can sense when her soul is not in it Ugh. So, yeah, I really, yeah, because, again, I'm like, it's like, it is so much like Marilyn Monroe, where I'm just like, yeah, the pressure of being, like, the sexiest woman in the world must make you feel, like, completely disassociated from yourself all the time anyway, you know? And you talked about this in this article that I love so much, where we live in the era of Instagram where everyone is face tuning and Brittany doesn't. I love that about her. Me too. Well, I also remember people were all like, she needs to get Botox and then she started doing it and it was like, Oh no, she looks weird. It's just like, uh, she's, she's too fragile for this. She's mm. let her be normal. You know, she just like, cause that's the thing. Like she shouldn't even be like a Calabasas mom. She doesn't even need to be keeping up with Kardashians. Like what she needs to be is in like the South in Louisiana. Yeah. Living by her sister where she can like just wear a lot of eyeliner and like go to the grocery store. Yeah. I mean, does she have other family members who she could 
She has her brother, and she's close to her niece. Uh, that her brother her brother has a daughter, and then she's also close to Jamie Lynn, her sister. And Jamie Lynn now has two children, I believe. And I, she does. She has two kids. I, you know, Brittany's house that she built, that I think her mom still lives in. The property she named it Serenity. It's, it's like she knew that she would need. <laughs> she would need it. She would need Serenity. I mean, Go I guess it's there. like wherever she goes, she's gonna be on a compound. That's the problem. It's like, she's, she's trapped in wherever she goes. You know. Hmm. Like she can't just have a normal life and that's the problem. Energetically though, I think even if you're living on a compound, if you're living on a compound in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more chill. <laughs> Less paparazzi probably. Um, Put your okay. hands in the dirt. Yeah. Tie-dye some t-shirts. Yeah. Ooh, hippie Britney. Crunchy Britney. Yeah, Make some granola. You can still have people come over and teach you how to do backflip. <laughs> <laughs> you can still do online shopping and have the, the plastic bags delivered and you rip them open and give us the fashion she does shows. The fashion shows. I mean, that's a, one of my favorite, but also the weirdest thing she does is it's the best. She does these No one was doing shows. that. No one was doing that. And no one has. Do you know what I mean? That's original Britney right there. That's where you're like, Britney no, is No, she's a singular. true, a truly silly person, which is why she's lovable. Yeah, she's not pretentious at all. She's like, she's a goof. <laughs> she could be buying such expensive clothing and be doing so many Kardashian No, she things. just wants to wear just regular novelty t-shirts and get her Frappuccino. That's what makes her... Just, just like us. I think that, <laughs> I think that Fee Felicia should be in charge of her conservatorship. If it, like today, because it's still happening today. So if she's in it, yeah. I mean, what happened with that whole court hearing, and then it just kind of went away. Yeah. They put it off. Well, I think that things got a little turbulent with the dad and getting the restraining order and the custody. Got all jerked up. And then her doctor died. Do you know that? Yeah, well, that was mysterious, too. Give me your thoughts on that. It was just uh, bad timing. <laughs> Not saying he was killed. It was just very bad timing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> or he was killed. Um, uh, yeah, and her dad was really sick that was also confusing because some people were like her dad's not really sick they're using that as a cover because Brittany's having mental health issues and they don't want to like be public about it not to go real hippie on this but just think of energy as a whole <laughs> and I don't think that her fans do that so when it's like, yes, I hear the conspiracy theories. I see the the strange coincidences. I see the odd timing of things. But then it's like, look at everything put together. What if we believe that everything was true? Her dad almost died, but then he is okay. Mm -hmm. Her dad is a recovering alcoholic, also recovering from this major health issue. Mm -hmm. Then he has a temper anyways, which we've are, we've known for a very long time. I mean, just watch Brittany for the record. I mean, we kind of see it. 
it's kind of referenced. And then, so of course, he loses his temper as he's recovering at one of the sons, but then it becomes physical and it's like, Jesus Christ, this mm-hmm. is a fucking disaster. These people are a, a mess. Brittany stopped taking her meds. She's bipolar. She's got this boyfriend where she thought she was doing well and she was. She had finished this Vegas residency. She had been in this relationship for over a year. And she's like, I'm doing fine. Stops taking her meds. Then they start to notice. Then they have this huge contract with the, the new show for Vegas. All this money is at stake. And they're trying to keep the machine going. Let's just keep going, keep going, keep going. And then it's like, well, of course the whole thing exploded. I just don't think we're looking at the whole thing. And it's like everyone needs to take a breath. Mm-hmm. Does she have anything lined up ever again? No. Well, that's great. Yep. And Larry Rudolph, even this musical that will go to Broadway, it's going to open for previews in Chicago, and it was supposed to happen this October, and they pushed it back to April. It's the Britney jukebox musical? Once upon a time. Once upon a one more time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so there for it. (laughs) Chicago. I'll see you in April. (laughs) But that's been that even that's been pushed back. And the only thing that she's going to do is show up for opening night. Mm -hmm. But still, they pushed it back. That's really it. There's nothing. And her manager, Larry Rudolph, said, we're not in contact right now. I'm here if she ever wants to do anything, but there is a chance she might not ever perform again. Then the fans also didn't like that. Larry said that. And then Brittany was like, it's like no one can. And I'm not saying I'm not defending Larry Rudolph. Just want to be clear. And I'm not defending her dad. I'm only defending Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) That's the premise of this podcast. (laughs) I just, there's a lot going on. Yeah. It's a lot. I just, I worry about her. I just want her to be happy. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm really with you. I just want to like take her to the mall. Get like a Auntie Anne's pretzel. Mm. Go see a movie at the multiplex that probably doesn't exist anymore in a mall. You know, just like. Where there's only like five people in there. Yeah. Just regular, regular things. I used to be a cool chick, you know, and I feel like the paparazzi has taken my whole cool slang away from me. Like going out and doing stuff and like seeing a guy and hanging out. The way I used to live, I was a, a pretty cool chick, you know. Treat her like a human being. Yeah. Even if even if she has to stay in this conservatorship. And right now it's like, let's just accept the reality. It's like, Brittany, you're in this conservatorship. What do you want, though? What do you want today? Let's just start with today. And if you could have anything, what does that look like? Like, why aren't, why aren't they asking her these questions? And I, I don't believe they are. I think what she wants is to, like, be able to drive herself to McDonald's. And they're like, well, you can't have that, you know? I think what she wants are, like, the things that, like, a teenager wants. Like, to get my driver's license and go places and yeah. be able to, like, hang out with my own friends without checking in. You know, to yeah. not be treated like a child. Uh, and especially it's, like, 
you know, she's not, she's not going to like have a musical renaissance. I don't think, you know, she can't, I don't think she's the type of artist who's like driven by like, Making she's not music. like a Taylor Swift who's like endlessly competitive. I think she like was very competitive. She won. And then she was like, okay, that's good for me. Like got to the top. Don't need to like stay here endlessly the way some people do, you know? Brittany versus Gaga. <laughs> well, Gaga, I think is more of a Taylor Swift. I think Gaga is motive is ambitious. I think they're all songwriters too, you know, like Beyonce. <coughs> well, Beyonce is questionably a songwriter. She puts her credit on a lot of songs. She doesn't actually write, you know, but Beyonce Ooh, burn. I'm just, it's true. It's true. It's Jeffrey's she's known, she's known for it. She's known for Wait, doing tell, that. Tell, will you tell me about this? She just, um, her, you know, she's also was managed by her parents for many years. Like, I think that's just a fucked up situation. I think momagers and dadagers are just fucked up. It's going to turning your relationship with your parents into a business Mm. is going to destroy it in some way. It's going to change it from what a parent child relationship should be into something transactional, Mm. you know, not that people don't like put their hopes on their kids to like earn money and, you know, do things, but to literally manage them is such a, you know, you're taking advantage of your kids trusting you. You're like, I'm your dad. I know what's best for you all the time. And like being an adult is being like, maybe there is a time when my parents don't know what's best for me. And I know better than they do, you mm-hmm. know, and your parents have to like give that up at a certain point. They have to like cut the apron strings and let you make those choices yourself like that, you know, and, and Brittany's just been, and that's the thing is it's not like she, has been coddled forever it's like she did do that and they were like no not that you know come back here and like sit in this box forever like she did get to have that freedom and they were just like you can't do any of those things you know and again I think she's got addiction in her family I think she did probably start partying and like can't handle it because you know that's her genetic temperament and I think the mixture of the addiction issues and the mental health issues in her family. Again, it's like, it doesn't make for, it's not going to get better. Like fame's not going to solve any of those problems. It's going to like amplify them, you know? Yeah. What do you think about Ariana Grande? I mean, I think Ariana, I think Ariana is on a similar trajectory to Britney in some ways. And that I think she's got so much trauma and she's just repressing it by working through it. Mm. And it's gonna manifest in some way at some point, you know, like I think she should have taken time off after the Manchester bombing. I think she should have taken time off after Mac Miller died. Uh, I think she just, you know, because she is competitive and because like your time as a pop girl is so short, you know, it's like over very quickly, especially if you fall off the charts, Mm. you know, most people don't have it in them to be Madonna and like get back up a thousand times and like come back. I think Ariana does because she also can sing, you Mm. know, so she, she can't dance, but she can sing. So she'll have a long career if she can maintain her voice. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. 
I mean, maintaining a voice like that is... Yeah, I don't think she's like a party animal. You know, I don't think that's the problem with her. I think her problem is that she's a workaholic and rather than deal with sort of the like depression, you know, because there is also that disconnect, I'm sure, of like, I'm the most popular singer in the world and my song is number one and also my ex-boyfriend that I love just died, you know, like that must also be... And, you know, and to just jump into the pete davidson relationship i mean that's also relatable to just be like it's fine it's fine but again i think ariana is allowed to make her own choices when she started dating pete davidson whoever her people are weren't like we got to get in front of this and like stop it from becoming a kevin federline situation i think that part of that has to do with uh also her socioeconomic upbringing Ariana right. Grande comes from a lot of money. She, yeah. And, and Britney, so does Taylor Swift. So is Taylor Swift. Exactly. And Britney Spears comes from poverty. And I think that is, she, it's a different thing because she does value, she values the money more. And, but also I do think it's like her family needs it more than mm. Ariana's family or Taylor's family. They just want their daughters to like be happy and successful. Yes. They don't need them to buy them a house the yes. way that Britney's family does. Yes. Poor Brittany. I think she and Selena would get along actually really well. Or they'd be two flames. Twin flames. <laughs> <laughs> twin flames. No, I mean, Selena I'm rooting for too because I feel like she's been, you know, she was also very squeaky clean the way that Brittany was, you know, like virginal. Um, that, you know, I think I think Ariana Grande and the Nickelodeon girls like didn't have that pressure specifically to be like, I'm a public virgin who represents purity and Americanness, you know, mm-hmm. that the Disney girls all do because that's like what Disney's brand is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Selena also, when she did finally start like being a bad girl, like she couldn't handle it, you know, she yeah. went down a path and I think she and Bieber are bad for each other in that way, which is why they shouldn't be together, but also why they can't stop going back to each other yes yes it is clearly yes. very toxic yes um but i feel like they're even more you know like bieber and selena seem very alike more so than britney and justin did like justin i think was always gonna kind of like square off and like he would never let the party and get in the way of the professionalism because he's no like, he can like handle his cocaine honestly <laughs> Like, I mean, let's all get serious. Like, it is, and I don't mean this feels very like housewives. They no, always but you're get right. on he and talk about do like so many, he doesn't. He doesn't do so many drugs that he doesn't show up for the performance because he would never miss the performance, you know. And, and he's like, not doing he's not doing coke before he goes on stage. But he is like when he's not working out and training and like being he's partying, right? And I think that's a normal thing that people go through in their twenties, where like some people can drink insanely or party insanely and be fine and like other people can't you know yeah and so again I'm just like I think Brittany could be sober or be you know like why can't she go to AA or something just like anything where she gets to be we've also talked about in a that group we of think people. that like group therapy or like a 12-step program would be yeah so amazing if Brad Pitt can go to AA and his secrets are not Can't, told. Like, wouldn't they let Brad Pitt talk to her and be that, like, I've Come said to that. AA. Yes. Like, 
Yeah, like, there's got to be celebrity. Lena Dunham and Brad Pitt <laughs> should go to Britney's house. Like, start there. Right. I think those are two good friends for Britney. I feel like if they're like celebrity, <laughs> producer shaking his head. I feel like celebrities. Yes. They they could vet some celebrities to be her friends, you know? Yes, send Lena Dunham and Brad Pitt. They are both sober. They are both Lena Dunham is doing some great work in talking about her own sobriety and supporting amazing organizations. And I think that she's also has this like warmth and loving way about her where I think that she could Brittany would respond to it. Yes. Look, not feel us, threatened yeah i mean again she just need. you're right actually that's a great idea because like i feel like all lena wants to do is like snuggle and watch rom-coms in bed yes with friends so and drink like, tea yeah maybe that's like the perfect that's it we're gonna rescue britney we're gonna rescue britney i have to i have to pivot and ask you about this we have to dig in a little deeper and talk about work bitch Overall feelings, like the song, don't like the song. I mean, I think the problem is it's too wrapped up in that era for me. So it was like fine, but I do feel like the whole Britney Jean era was kind of a miss for me with a couple of, a couple of, uh, exceptions. I like Alien a lot. That's I one l- of my favorite Britney songs. There was like a demo version that is ama- is the better version. Yeah, like I don't think I think Britney, if she wanted to make more good music, could. But I think that was I think Work Bitch was an example of sort of trying to like catch Britney up to what's going on and like chase the sort of pop stardom that like maybe isn't going to be available to her anymore anyway, just because like it's a different time. Favorite Britney song ever? That's such a hard question. Um, can I call the Blackout album one song? Sure. Yeah. That's what I'll do. All of Blackout. I listen to all the time still. You do? Yeah. Um, trying to think of like, what are the, what are the deep cuts that I like? While we look the album up, let me ask you, um, to make some, some Sophie choices here. (laughs) Oops, I did it again. Mm -hmm. Or Toxic. Hmm. Toxic. Britney with long extensions or Britney with a, a blunt pop? Oh, long extensions. Britney performance look. Do you prefer her in a leotard with thigh high boots or a one piece Elvis style zip up the front look? Mm, I like the one piece. Me too. Yeah. Britney dance move. Do you prefer Britney's high kick? Or her head roll? Uh, high kick. No, I like the head roll. Go with the head roll. Okay. okay nice. I was going to say, I thought of my favorite song. Okay. Born to Make You Happy. Yes. Yeah, right? A lot. That's a great song. Well, it wasn't a single, but it's like, that's like the hit. That uh, one gets to my heart. Like, uh, Born to Make You Happy. Oof. If you think about it, oh, oh God, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. we could really, yeah. I just, I took a moment and let it, yeah. I was like, oh, I loved Born to Make You Happy. And I remember when that like, music video came out and it was yeah. released in Europe, but not here. But then we did get to see it. And I actually really like her hair in that music video. Mm-hmm. It's very straight and it's like very blunt at the ends. And she's in those boots and like the red top with the long black skirt. I was into it. Um, right. Am I making that up? Yeah. No, you're okay. You're okay. Right. Um, but then when you just sit with it, born mm-hmm, to make mm-hmm. you happy born to make you happy 
She was born to make us happy. But we want her to make her happy. Born to make you happy is what she should sing to herself in the mirror. So many of Britney, so many of my favorite Britney songs could be about. About Britney. Yes. Lucky, lucky, obviously. Yes. But I actually really like off Britney Jean. My favorite one of it's one of my favorite Britney songs is Passenger. Mm, That's a good song, too. Katy Perry also covered that song. She wrote it. See you well, I don't know if did Katy Perry have a writing credit on Sia wrote it. Was it, it. Sia? Yeah. Did she write it for Katy Perry and then Britney got it instead? Probably. Mm. But that song to me is like giving up to a higher power mm-hmm, slash yourself. Mm-hmm. I thought I think I didn't like it that much because I was like it's about it's Katy Perry singing about John Mayer about letting John Mayer drive. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not a big Sia person either. Yeah. Oh, they oh, did. Sia. I was like, this is about Katy Perry being like. Just all, uh. just all the prism songs that Katy Perry wrote that were about God, but also John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so John Mayer's dream to be compared to Jesus slash God. He's had a lot of great songs written about him. Um, Taylor Swift, dear John. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's a good male muse. Um, he is very sexy. Yeah, so now he's in The Grateful Dead. He's, he's a super he, handsome man. He made good choices. Um I was thinking I was I was making a joke to a friend of mine and I was like, well, listen, John Mayer's hit on everyone. And she was like, oh, yeah, he hit on me in an elevator bubble. I was like, oh, my God, of course. <laughs> You're like, um, I was kidding. <laughs> um, born to make you happy. Fuck. Yeah, Brittany really needs to. You know, when I had her cards read, her lifetime card is um, the lovers. Mm. And I think that. Brittany puts a lot of her energy into wanting to find her match mm-hmm. instead of just being her own match. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a very, very Southern girl of her. Brittany. You're enough. You're enough, but you need friends. She's enough. Like you've given us enough. That's what you- it is. She's given us enough. She can, she can relax. Do you think maybe she wrote work, bitch? The little bit that she did to just even try to get herself revved up to get back out there. Yeah, probably. Muster up some kind of energy. I think I think that song's depressing. It's like you have to work. Yeah. (laughs) You know? One fun thing about the song is that she gave credit to RuPaul. Mm Mm-hmm for inspiring the work bitch part mm-hmm, of it mm-hmm. and she said it was a, a a term of endearment to the gay community mm-hmm. and sometimes i think that Brittany jeffrey and i have talked about this that she is unconscious of these very specific decisions that she makes mm-hmm. and that's what makes them even better it's like <laughs> so cool <laughs> Like, it's not calculated, and yet it's really specific, and it just comes from her. And then I'm like, oh, I see your genius. God, I love it. Um, oh, she's given us enough. She's given us enough. Born to make you happy. Oh. Molly, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Uh, love to go deep on Brittany the Britneyologist like yourself I just I think of myself as a Britney intuitive <laughs> <laughs> I don't always nail the facts but I do feel like I 
I know how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Is do you have any closing thoughts on Brittany? Anything else you want to say? Um, I mean, maybe you know, maybe if we really hope they'll let us take Brittany to like a pumpkin patch or something, just like a little. Don't you think she'd like that? Yes, for within to get an apple cider donut. Yeah, just like okay, we're taking her like. 10 minutes away to a farm near Calabasas and like we'll have her back yeah soon I think that's all she wants is to like be normal yeah Molly where can everyone find you um you can check out I'm part of the podcast night call on iHeartRadio. check that out um and I'm also on Twitter at Molly Lambert twitter.com forward slash Molly Lambert Molly Lambert Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Hail, Brittany. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.